Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the No Balls Cricket Podcast. We are actually having to do take two on this because funny story, we recorded right before the ever unpredictable Pakistan shocked us all and beat uh, England on Monday. Um, we had we had done an entire segment about how we thought Pakistan would be competing with Sri Lanka for last place in the tournament. Clearly, that's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, Hafiz is not 12 years by his sell-by date. How does that work? Yeah, he got mad in the match against England. Ridiculous. Uh, and apparently his bowling, ever-changing action, you know, legal, illegal. I don't know, how many times has it been legal? How many times has it been, has it been illegal? How many months has he spent not bowling? It's never made any difference. Any the West Indies should have just brought Sunil Narayan along. In fact, I'll go one further and piss you off a lot. I'll just say, India should have brought Pragyan Ocha along. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> right. So... We were going to do a top five and a bottom wooden spoon kind of battle since we'll go through all the teams in the World Cup. But let's just run through a few of the results before we do that. Um, We've just seen Afghanistan lose to Sri Lanka in an absolutely crazy match. I mean, I have no idea how anyone has survived this without laughing or without just sort of choking on their food because the feeling has been atrocious. Uh, But... Made for a really entertaining game. Um, Pakistan, as we mentioned earlier, beat England yesterday in one of those crazy, awe-inspiring, weird, emotional Pakistani performances where they suddenly get on a bit of a roll and, you know, do strange things and, and then somehow win games. Um, and then we've seen Bangladesh pull off a real big win over South Africa as well. And before that... Uh, Two knockouts in the tournament, Sri Lanka getting cleaned up by New Zealand and the West Indies cleaning up Pakistan and the first game, England beating South South Africa, which was also pretty much of a knockout. But the last three days have been quite fun. Um, So where does that leave us in terms of our bottom three? Because anything that we thought yesterday has now been, well, basically blown to the wind. I guess now we have a little less confidence in Afghanistan. Yeah, and this was a game that they should have won, honestly. Yeah, we all thought they were going to be better than Sri Lanka and honestly... I guess they kind of screwed up by letting 80 runs go off the first wicket in the first 10 overs, right? On, a, on such a green pitch. I, I, would, I can't even, can you call this a green pitch? I feel like I couldn't see the pitch. I feel like I, there was just, they were just playing on the outfield. Uh, as my friends would all say, it's a green top, you're not bowling. Um, <laughs> but no, it's a green top, man. The ball was doing all sorts of crazy things. And I think if it hadn't rained, it probably would have... Uh, it would have been a bit different. It would have yeah. been a flatter. I think the drain freshened it up. Oh, yeah. uh, made there a little bit more, uh, a little bit more, you know, spice in it for the second half. Um, having said that, um, it was an appalling batting performance from Sri Lanka. Yeah, um, they and, were really. And awful. coming on the back of already having had one appalling batting performance against New Zealand. Yeah. Also on yeah. a fairly green pitch to be yeah. fair. But it was, it was, I mean, they only got 180 in the, it was before the rain break in the 33 yeah. overs, but they were 8 down. And it was absolutely ridiculous. The meltdown to go from 140 for 1 to that. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that too against Mohamed Nabi, who spins the ball literally less than Jeffrey Boykut's grandmother. He's a spinner. <laughs> Boykut's grandmother probably would have enjoyed bowling on that pitch, to be fair. This but, is uh, true. She would have probably hit everything with a stick of rhubarb <laughs> as well. Oh, um, yeah, sure. But yeah, for Navi to induce a collapse on that pitch, you, I think we can still put Sri Lanka in contention for, for the bottom three. So, so who, who, 
who other than Afghanistan do you see them beating? Apart from, you know, unpredictable Pakistan who can just collapse against anyone. The, the Jokers. South Africa? South Africa are going to have a really tough tournament now. Dale Stane's been ruled out. Uh, and Giri's injured for the game tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I think it's going to be a rough, rough time. Yeah, that, that, those are two huge misses. I yeah. mean, they, they're getting Amla back. That's, that's a big deal. That's, that's a, a big, big plus. Because um, we, our pre-tournament predictions on South Africa was one of the best bowling attacks in, in going around in international cricket. But that's just been depleted by these injuries. Um, and it's like, it's like Robada and really no one else. You can kind of rely on Felicuayo a bit, but not for wickets as much as... I think Felicuayo... I mean, if you have to rely on Chris Morris, you're in trouble. <laughs> uh, um, if you have to rely on Chris Morris for anything, you're in trouble. So, including in the IPL. Uh, so, are we putting South Africa in the bottom three now, alongside Sri Lanka and Afghanistan? I think you'd have to. I really, really hope we don't have to... We decide. We don't have to decide tomorrow that we have to re-record because South Africa has suddenly beaten India. Out of no, I'm not re-recording again. No, <laughs> no, no, no. They're losing tomorrow. Um... Uh, yeah, so we would uh, we would dis- the discussion about the bottom three. Uh, Afghanistan are the the least experienced of so the three teams. Yeah. I think that's what's going to hold. That's short today because yeah. they were chasing a small target even for the pitch they were on. They should have gotten. Yeah, this is true. They should have gotten. Uh, they should have gotten 180. Even, but I think I think Sri Lanka's Afghanistan's batting uh, like theory is okay. 180 runs. That means I need to hit 36s. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. You know, I was having the best time watching Hazratullah Sazai bat. <laughs> the man has no footwork. Stand and deliver. Stand and deliver. And he looks like a tank. He looks like Inzamam. <laughs> well, a fit Inzamam on steroids. <laughs> That's what he looks like. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was fascinating stuff. Good win for Sri Lanka, actually, yeah. in the end. Uh, but they should never have had to go this far to win. I think they're a far better side than Afghanistan. And it, it just, I, you know, you really kind of have to struggle to see how they're going to get another win in this tournament. I really, really fear for them. It's like, so they've had one batsman show up in every game, right? It was Karan Ratne against New Zealand. It was Kushal Pereira against Afghanistan. You feel like they have the batting depth. Or not necessarily the depth, but, depth, but they have... And well, they have the four good batsmen. They who, have the potential. They have the talent, and they've yeah. got four good batsmen to show yeah. up. Yeah. So. so as long as two or three of them have, you know, have a good game together, mm-hmm. yeah, they might yeah. surprise. Somebody. They might surprise somebody. But for now, I think if there's still a safe space for the bottom three. Well, so I think for me, the end, it's probably going to come down to a battle between Afghanistan and Sri Lanka, and it will just depend on Afghanistan whether they can pull off an upset or no. Afghanistan to be the first team to hit 500, and they'll do it against England. <laughs> uh, you know, you'd get about 5 million to 1 odds on that. So, let's see if that ends up to be true. Anyway, moving on. Um, Pakistan have basically blown us out of the water. But we're still going to do a top 5. Uh, does it change really after yesterday? Um, so, just for the record, our initial top 5 was Australia, England, West Indies, India and New Zealand. I don't know. Do you add Pakistan to that mix now? You don't really take anyone out of it. It's not like England are dropping out of the top five after one. No, I don't think so. I don't think you can add Pakistan to that. I think they're still outside of that top five. Uh, and as we said, like you know, as we've spoken about earlier, they're probably going to be. There's going to be a top four, and for me, New Zealand is still the one that's missing out of that top five. India, England, 
Australia and the West Indies are definitely going to qualify for the semi-finals for me. Still. Yeah. I mean, West Indies are a really good team. Um, the West Indies are a scary looking team. And... Um, I think they have the bowling I mean, to trouble just about every team. They have the um, bowling to trouble just about everybody. And they have the batting to sort of rival yeah. Indians. The, the only thing with the West Indies is the batting is boom or bust. Can be boom or bust. So as long as... And unless... I mean, you know, you can rely on Shea Hope to stitch, stitch together in innings. but And they have Darren Bravo as well. Yeah, Bravo can bat both, you know, he can go from first gear to fifth gear pretty quickly. Uh, and he can do everything in between, so yeah. it's, it's quite a safe bet. Uh, he just needs to hit some form. And I think they should be okay. The West Indies look a, a powerful side and, and yeah. the scary bit is they blew away Pakistan for next to nothing. And their best fast bowlers didn't play. Yeah, which is 105 all out without, uh, without Gabriel, Gabriel or Roach. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shane Thomas to be fair. The one glaring weakness... Um, obviously is the ability to play spin slash the ability to bowl spin. Yeah. So, uh, spin. Um, spin, spin. Spin in general. <laughs> I mean, actually, Nurse is not a spinner. And uh, I, think when I think when your second spinner is Chris Gale, <laughs> it speaks. Well, that tells you pretty much everything you need to know about the West Indies and their spin bowling stops. But yeah. I don't think that should play too much into their... I don't think West Indies care. Right? Like, I remember the Cricket Info did a, like, did a whole series of all-time World Cup 11s and just didn't pick a spinner for the West Indies. I don't think it should matter. <laughs> I don't think it should matter. I think that should be fine. New Zealand, dark horses, perpetual dark horses. And you have to remember, by the way, that they're on an upward trajectory. They were quarter-finalists in 2011. So, uh, sorry, semi-finalists in 2011. Um, uh, Finalists last year. Last time, 2015. Uh, and I, not to say that just by default that means they're going to win, but they always have a team that you think if they show up, then on their day they can beat someone. Uh, yeah, they could. But, you know, I just get the sense that New Zealand, when it comes to the really big occasion... I mean, last time it was in front of their home fans, so there was probably an emotional lift. And that's probably why they got that one extra game. Plus, Grant Elliott probably playing the innings of his life. Yeah. Um, but but just, now, in fact, you'd say, in a way, that they're probably a better batting side compared to them. I mean, obviously, you had, you've lost McCullum since 2015 but McCullum also is, he wasn't always the most consistent batsman but you haven't really gained a consistent batsman I mean but Colin Munro is not consistent but Kane Williamson of 2019 is way better than Kane Williamson of 2015 and Kane Williamson of 2015 was good but I know but I just feel in a World Cup where teams are scoring 6.5 and 7 and over upwards of that they might time, struggle they might, they struggle, might to struggle to hit and yeah. get through although they do have some big hitters but I don't think Jimmy Nisham and the like are those sort of X-factor players that other teams have you know the likes of say Hardik Pandya for India who yeah. can just go absolutely ballistic or Josh, Josh Butler for, for England or even the West Indies, Jason Holder, someone like uh, Shimron Hetmeyer even. Yeah. You know, the people that possess that little bit extra. Yeah. They've got, so they've got the bowling, New Zealand, but they've not... Like, if they, had, if they one day have to chase 400 or something, you, don't, you wouldn't... To be fair, 400 is a tough chase for anyone, but you wouldn't back them. You wouldn't back them. Yeah. I think if you get New Zealand on a green top... Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's where they're at their absolute peak. Yeah. Um, and then they're going to be a very difficult side to play against because yeah. their bowling attack is suited to that kind of stuff um, yeah that's New Zealand for you pretty much they have pretty much all bases covered they have Ishtodi as the wrist spinner they've got Santa for the variety they've got a very good fast bowling attack they even have Ferguson who gives you the extra pace yeah. but you just feel they're lacking a little bit of it's impressive that you can leave out Tim Saudi and you don't think it's a bad call that's true you don't think it's a bad call yeah. but I just feel they're missing Batting lacks a bit of an X-factor. That's yeah. probably what puts the rest of the top for... Uh, 
outside. And I think that's what puts them outside that top yeah. four. The other three teams in, in that top four, Australia for us, who now have Warner and Smith back, yeah. are an interesting prospect because yeah. they've got the batting now with someone like Finch coming back into form, some, someone like Quaja sort of playing his way into form. Yeah. Um, you know, Sean Marsh, you can hold a bat down the order. Stoinis as well. Alex Carey can be a bit explosive. And they have the bowling. They've got the variety in Zampa. Plus, their fast bowling is fabulous. I mean, yeah. Matt Cummins and, Cummins and Mitchell Stark, Stark yeah. the, the pace they can hit. Um, Where they fall short, I feel, is the third seamer. Yeah, there's a drop-off after There that. is a drop-off. I don't think Coulton Isle is the same quality as either of them. Yeah. And I think if you go beyond Coulton Isle, I think Jai Richardson, oh, sorry, Kane Richardson, uh, they really struggle. Yeah, they do. And Berendorf, for me, in helpful conditions, can be a handful, but he can be a good sort of economical bowler at times. But yeah, he's he's a little short. It's just that obviously the left arm gives an gives a variety. Yeah, the left arm will give a bit yeah. of, of a variety. Yeah, and you know, teams like India, for example, have had a weakness against left arm teams. Yeah. So there's that. But and the other concern we highlighted earlier was. Um, if either Stark or Cummins gets injured in that, and with those two, you yeah. never know. And, and and the other thing, yeah, there's there's a lack of there's a definite lack of batting depth. Oh, sorry, bowling depth. There. Um, when those two do get injured, if they get injured, um, yeah, that's Australia for you. But semi-final nailed on. I think they do have enough X factor to go. Over yeah, I think the, I think they're a definite top four. Those are far more powerful side, and that'll play a huge factor in everything. Yeah. I also get the feeling they're they're going to. Uh, Break some hearts and beat England. This is true. They might just beat England and 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 possibly give them a bit of a headache. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Australia definitely in the top four. I think we say the same. I think India and England have been pretty much consensus picks for the most of the cricket world in the top four. I think the probably the I think has been the smart pick for the final as well. Mm-hmm. Um, India and England, yeah. I mean, you look at India and England and you think you they've got pretty much all bases covered in. Very different ways. Yeah, very different. Well, you would still give England, uh, give India the slight edge on bowling with uh, three really good fast bowlers in uh, three really Bo- good spinners. Yeah, Bumrah is probably number one, or like is vying for that with Rabada. Yeah, um, and then to have Bhuvi and and Mohammed Shami as your two and three, good. Just generally a very balanced, very uh, very varied attack for them to have. And then yeah, like you said, three good spinners. In Kuldeep uh, Yadav and Chahal and Jadeja. And like, again, I mean, in fact, it's a selection headache, right? Who do you leave yeah, out? You know, yeah. four of those six are in, yeah. but who do, you, who do you play? And then, of course, the batting just speaks for itself. Because one of the best opening combinations. Best top three in the world. I yeah, think. best top three in the world, probably. And, I mean, and Kohli can win games. I mean, all three of them can win, win games. games of them. Pretty much anyway. Dhoni's found form. Pandya, you rely on it. Like 30 or 15 most times. Only time. slight weak spot. I mean, Kedar Jadav will play and he's pretty, pretty much nailed on. Oh, again, the only side we've got that everyone's been harping on about for months on end now is uh, the number four. The spot. number four spot. But yeah, yeah. all got a century in the warm game from there. And I think you he's probably Mr. edged ahead. You also have Mr. 3D. Vijay Shankar. Let's not forget SP's favorite cricketer. <laughs> That's cue for SP to walk up, get out, and leave. But uh, Dinesh Karthik at number four. That's 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 what I really want to see happen tomorrow. Just to give, uh, just make SP. Um, I don't know. Shut up. If Dinesh Karthik ends up at number four tomorrow, <laughs> I legit am going to have a stroke. <laughs> it's possibly the only thing more cringeworthy 
Then no, there is nothing more cringeworthy <laughs> than that. I'm sorry. I will have a stroke. We we had a funny moment today when watching the Afghanistan game where we realized Dolat Zadran's um, uh, jersey actually has DK written on the back. And so I made a point to point this out every single time we, we could see his jersey on TV and, and SP would just fall silent and shut his eyes. Yeah, my eyes rolled back to the back of my head, you know, I was suddenly feeling like a dead man. <laughs> Much like Aston Villa felt for the last three years. Up the Villa! <laughs> back in the Premier League. Um, yeah, so, you know, they're... But yeah, India yeah, we know. Yeah, India we know. Side, like well rounded side, got everything. England, we've seen they've played two games. We've seen the good and the bad, actually. Yeah. Um, but they it's weird, like, actually. Their betting, better batting performance is the one they lost. Yeah, but I, it was also their poor fielding performance. So I, I just feel that they were a bit sloppy yesterday. They were sloppy against Pakistan. And, for sure. and, and, and that's despite having pulled off two fairly good catches. And one excellent catch. In the, in the, in the end, it's. That's what cost them because yeah. um, Pakistan were just inspired. But Pakistan just what what is it like? Pakistan, you're not like I was reading a bunch of articles before the World Cup about it. everyone's like, oh, it's so lazy to call Pakistan unpredictable. Why are we doing it? Can we say can we stop falling back on the same group? And then they go one or five all out to three fifty. <laughs> I'm sorry, they're the unpredictable team. Listen, there's only one thing predictable about Pakistan that they're unpredictable. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> So, I mean, you can't, there's no arguing with them. Yeah. Anyway, right, we were, we're talking back about England. England. Um, um, yeah, so, I mean, they're, they've pretty much got all bases covered. Johnny Besto, Jason Roy, fabulous openers. Joe Root, a great number three guy, vying for the best top three in the world. I think India just shaved them there. Yeah. But it's they that, make a that, difference. But the, the difference with them, Stokes at four Butler and five. Stokes, four and five. That, that's a huge. Uh, and, and then, and, and and then you have people like Moeen Ali to come down. And Owen Morgan as well. Yeah, and Owen Morgan. Morgan Strokes, Butler, Ali to come down and go 4, 5, 6, 7. The depth that they possess yeah. with the batting is it's unbelievable. Yeah, most days they'll bat till 10. Yeah. Uh, if Mark Wood's batting, they'll bat till 10. If he's not, they'll bat till 11, basically. I, I think where they've improved, though, is the addition of Jofra Archer's added oh, an extra changed, dimension. A real extra oh, dimension to, to their bowling attack. We, we were saying this on the basis of what he did against South Africa, but then. He was pretty ineffective against Pakistan. You'll have your good days, you'll have your bad days. But yeah. he ju- just gives them a bit of a cutting edge with the bowling. And with Mark Wood as well, that's two guys that can crank it up. I mean, yeah, it's the exactly. same as India now, with bo- both Bumrah and uh, Shami able to crank it up. Yeah. Uh, but what I think India possess over England is the quality in the spin. And that's oh, yeah. where we shade the bowling side of things. There, you'd say though, maybe because of the low, middle and lower order, they, have, they probably shade the batting side? They shade the batting by a lot because they have a stable 4 or 5 and... Probably the best. And I don't think the there's a I don't think there's a battle in the Indian lineup who can do what Josh Butler is. Because we've not so. seen Hardik Pandya consistently score big. Correct. Correct. We've seen him do like a lot of, you know, really nice cameos. But Correct. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Butler, you like yeah. the other you know, scored a century yesterday as well. Um India and England still the best sides in the top. We haven't seen yeah. India play yet, of course. Yeah. But India are getting the benefit of uh, of a lot of rest before their first game, a lot of time to acclimatize. Yeah. Um which is good. I think they've sorted out most of the choose by Vijay Shankar and Kedar Jada both got uh, both picked up a couple of knocks, but I think they've both returned to training and uh, they're fit. Mm-hmm. Might pro- probably won't even be in tomorrow's eleven um, if we're expecting KL Rahul to take the four take the four spot. Yeah. yeah, so it should be interesting tomorrow. Yeah, um, South Africa of course have a depleted bowling lineup and, and, and yeah. that would cause a few headaches. But uh, yeah, we'll see what uh, how that plays out. 
Anyway, that's so that's our top four. Are we predicting winners? So now I'm confused. Pakistan have just tortured this <laughs> Listen, we can't have a summer in which Liverpool win the Champions League, Pakistan win the World Cup. That's that's impossible. I might have, I'll move to Iceland. I will help Iceland cricket with their social media. Uh, Iceland cricket, please listen in. We're <laughs> planning on helping you guys with our social media. Also, we'll probably help your Prime Minister. We'll, I'll give her coaching lessons. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's... Yeah. I would... See, my, my thing is, if I, if I call India, then I'm the guy who jinxed India. Of, amongst the you know, other 500 million people who think they're going to win. But I'm going a different route. I'm going the same route as I went yesterday when I was talking to you. Which is... Um, the... The one thing that would be very good for cricket would be West Indies win. Yeah. And I'm going to stick to that. The worst thing for cricket would be in Australia win, wouldn't it? No, actually the worst thing for cricket would be England, England win. I don't know. which. I just don't want to read all the bloody redemption articles about how Warner and Smith have came back from their ban and led, England, led Australia to a World Cup and blah, blah, blah. And uh, Australian cult- cricket culture is fixed and all of that. Dude, you really want to read something on how we let the fucking palms win? <laughs> but this, to be fair, is probably the best England side to show up in a World Cup ever. I don't care. <laughs> no, I don't want England to win either, but I probably don't want... Bucking. I mean, I, I probably want Australia to win. I don't know who I want to win less, England or Australia. I think for me, England, Australia, Pakistan... Let's just hope that neither wins and we don't have this conversation. <laughs> Even Pakistan winning would be less be- would be more bearable than that. But yeah, I, I'm going West with Indies. West Indies. Devrat is going with... I'm going to go with India. Just beware if you jinx this. <laughs> Me, Virat Kohli and the 1160 likes that Dr. Sujeta our chief sponsor has got today for his post wishing the Indian team good luck are all going to not allow you anywhere near this house. <laughs> I mean, your dog does a good job of trying to keep me out anyway. She does. <laughs> She's a very helpful one. Anyway, that's part one. Um, yeah, hopefully Pakistan don't give me any more aneurysms because I can't deal with it, man. <laughs> right, part two of episode 14. Um, we are, what we're trying to make our now usual fantasy segment. But speaking of fantasy, first off, uh, we thought we were living in a bit of a fantasy world last week because firstly, has anyone heard Henry Alonga sing? The former Zimbabwe cricketer. Zimbabwe fast bowler. The first black cricketer ever for Zimbabwe, actually. Yeah. Shows um, up on The Voice. Australia. Well, he showed up on The Voice Australia. And it's a pretty impressive story for Henry Alonga to come from um, pretty much Zimbabwe after being thrown out of the country and all of that. He has a book also. But anyways, boys, I know this episode especially for y'all again, my Guyanese friends. This man can sing. We Check him out. Y'all have to hear this man sing. It truly is amazing. Check him out. We'll post a link up on Twitter again. Yeah. Um, we and, and we had a really uh, a funny interaction with him as well because we we were in shock, I think. And so we decided we'd just try our luck and say, hey, look, who knew Henry Longa could sing? And he actually decided to say, oh, we love the name of your podcast because that's all I could bowl. No balls. <laughs> yeah, basically, the man just decided to tell us that he was a thrower. <laughs> Not a show. Um, so Henry Alonga, if you're if you're gonna listen to this episode, which we really hope you are, uh, firstly, good luck with the voice. Secondly, um, we would love to have you come and bowl at us, and we don't care if you 
are chucking or not. Yeah, I know. If you knock my head off, I'll be I'll be honored. <laughs> um, right. right. But moving on moving to the on. to the uh, fantasy. Um, so the la- the last episode we did, which surprisingly is all the way before the IPL even started, we d- went into the uh, uh, sort of private fantasy league that these guys that SP and his Guyanese friends have set up. Uh, their own sort of fantasy game, actually. And I think in the IPL version, you finished second, SP? I did. It was very close. Um, my friend Adam was leading pretty much most of the tournament. And then I think I caught up with him somewhere around the 35th game out of the 60. And then from then... Neck and neck? Neck and neck till the end of the tournament. Um, we were trading the lead. Yeah. And it basically came down to a direct shootout between me and him. Um... For the last in the last couple of games, yeah. uh, the, the second more Chennai players, you had more Delhi players. The second qualifier basically yeah. decided who got the extra game, yeah. and Chennai won. So he ended up with more players than me, and I think I ended yeah. up winning by about 150 points. And we separated ourselves from the rest of the field, you know, yeah. by quite a bit. I don't know who finished bottom, but I know Radir was somewhere there or thereabouts. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what's been happening uh, now in the IPL a, fantasy. Yeah, now, now there's a World Cup version. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a World Cup version that we've started as well. More uh, players, I think? More teams? Well, more players, more teams. There's 12 players involved in this. Uh, and more players per team as well. We had yeah. 8 in the IPL, we have 9 here. And, of course, there's no restriction on who you can pick, what you can pick. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see what the situation is at the present moment. No restrictions, of course, on who's picking whom. Um, so here are the teams that we'll run through really quickly. Kenny's got Virat Kohli, Faf Duplessis, Josh Butler, Tom Latham, Aiden Markram, uh, Rusi Van Ras- What is it? Rasi? Rusi? I don't know his first name. But it's something with an R at Van Der Dusen. Uh, JP Dubny. Hafiz, no, that was Rasi Tharang. Uh, Mohamed Hafiz and David Miller, uh, which is a decent team, but I feel there's one too many South African in there. Uh, Rasi Van Rasi Van yeah. there we go. Adam, always strong, winner of the IPL fantasy. Yeah, you made your name just by bossing it. He's also the commissioner of the league. <laughs> makes calls on Wait a second. He's commissioner of the league and he won. I smell something funny. Yeah, don't worry. We have a fact check of all <laughs> Uh, Adam has Johnny Bairstow, Ross Taylor, Rashid Khan, Safraz, Dale Stain, The Fizz, Zampa, Mushfikur, and Malinga. So he would have got some points today. He's had a fun one. day today. He's had a fun day today, hasn't he? I had a good day yesterday too. Safraz got 50. Um, the, unfortunately though, Dale Stain has been ruled out of the tournament, so that could hamper things. Well, does he, I mean, is he allowed to pick a sub? Yeah, but he can only make five subs total. So that... Right. When he kind you kind of have to uh, use that. Then Pindar, Mr. DP, Chris Gale and Finch, Jofra Archer, Tami Nikbal, Shoaib Malik, also very affectionately known as the tennis player in India. <laughs> Mitchell Santner, Henry Nichols, Tisara Pereira, who had a pretty good day, Kimar Roach. Interesting. Uh, 50-50 on that one. Eon, Hardik Pandya, Chris Wokes, Shimron Hetmeyer, Kale Rahul, Yuzi Chahal, Mashrafi Mortaza, Somya Sarkar, O'Shane Thomas, and Rehman Shah. 
Leon Sheen is, is the, the best. best. This one, I think we've all we've all been waiting to see how this strategy plays out. But he's let's just put it into perspective for you. Guys. So, the, uh, or rather, a better way to do this is uh, the Excel sheet with all the teams is color coded with everyone's like individual picks and everything is color coded by uh, team. Now, so like you've got orange and blue for India, red and blue for uh, for. England, yellow and red for West Indies, and so on and so forth. So on so forth. Um, Leon's team is all one color, or all two colors technically. It's, well, all, let's just put it there this way. It's all blacks. Uh, all yeah. blacks. Uh, yeah. Have you picked every New Zealand, New Zealand yeah. possible? Trent Bolt, Kane Williamson, Martin Guptill, Tim Southey, Colin Munro, James Nisham, Colin DeGrondo. Lockie Ferguson and Ish Sodi. I'm really wondering to see how this played out. It played out decently well because they absolutely walloped Sri Lanka. Yeah. But uh, I'm really, really wondering how this is going to play out. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's a hilarious strategy. It's absolutely hilarious. Because you're essentially just relying on nine games to go your way. Right? This is so hit or miss, it's not even funny. But think about it, it's all dependent on the team. If the team does well, yeah. he does well. If the team does crap, he does crap. Yeah. We were hoping for 9 to 11 games essentially where and we said at New least Zealand, 2 or 3 of these players are doing well. And in part 1, we did mention that New Zealand was fit. So, they could they could sneak into the top 4 and then if they make it to the final, they've got 11 games to play. He's going to land up mid-table. Yeah. Randir, <laughs> always competing for bottom, right? Always competing for bottom. Rohit Sharma, Quentin Decock, Bhuvneshwar Kumar, Adil Rashid, Evan Lewis, Dimuth Karunaratna, Marcus Stoinis, Alex Carey, Saranga Lakman. That's five, four good players and five sort of meh players. I don't know how that's going to work. Dear, I'm sorry, but you know, you're going to end up bottom again. <laughs> uh, let's just call it that. Ashby has got Bumrah, Jason Roy, Babarazam. Glenn Maxwell, Hassan Ali, Mehdi Hassan, Andile Pefrikwayu, Tom Karn and Ashley Nurse. That's a tough one to call. The top three is good. Maxwell's good. I'm not so sure about the rest. Hassan Ali didn't have a great game either yesterday. No. And he hasn't had a good first game either. So it'll be interesting to see. Myself, I've got Warner, Shikhar Dhawan, Kuldeep Yadav, Hashim Amla, Moin Ali, Mujibur Rahman, Shadab Khan, Kushal Pereira, who's had a fantastic game today, yeah. and Shannon Gabriel. Good team. Good team. Good, oh, first. good, good, good overall, good, good team. Good overall, yeah. yeah. Ian um, was leading for most of it, now he's dropped to fourth. Ben Stokes, Owen Morgan, Shai Hope, Pakarzaman, MS Dhoni, Kushal Mendes, who's having an absolutely atrocious tournament so far. Mehmudullah, had a good day yesterday. Uh, sorry, not yesterday, before. Darren Bravo and Liam Plunkett. I don't know how much Liam Plunkett is going to play today. Yeah, I think Joffre Archer's pretty much kicked him out of the spot, I think. Yeah, but Pakistan made some runs yesterday. It'll be interesting to see what Dhoni manages tomorrow. Yeah. Mendes is having an atrocious I think you're, if you're relying on Stokes, Morgan, and Hope, there's a, there is a good top three to rely on. There is a good top three to rely on, plus Zaman and Dhoni. So yeah. he's good for, I think, five spots. The other four are bit. Actually, Mehmudullah will come through. The other, the other, other would, Bravo, you would expect. You would back on Bravo. You should back on Bravo. Yeah. I think the Kishal Mendes pick is, was an interesting one, given who else was still available. And Plunkett probably can't blame him for picking, but like now the Jofra Now the Jofra Archer's taken. Yeah. yeah. Pardu. Interesting strategy. He's got five Australians. Um, 
Joe Root is his Englishman, then Steve Smith, Pat Cummins, Jason Holder, Mohamed Chami, Usman Khwaja, Kulte Nile, Berendorf, and Morris. Now, I don't know how much Berendorf's going to play, but the other seven, the other eight, sorry, are definitely going to play a lot of games. Yeah. So... But it's, it's, I mean, obviously it depends mm-hmm. on, you know, how, like, we don't think Kotonal is going to be that effective as a bowler, right? And this is true, yeah. 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 His yeah. other three Australians, I think we can rely on. Smith, Cummins, and Kwaja. Yeah. Um, Shami's a good pick. Holder's a good pick. Joe Root's a fantastic Joe Root was the first yes. century in you know, the yeah. tournament. Yeah. Chris, yeah. Morris, Chris Morris hit, hit and miss, really. Like, mm-hmm. Chris Morris is like Gandhi, really hit and miss. <laughs> um, and then you've got Roti. Uh... Tikaram Victor, or also very popularly known as Roti Boy. Uh, he's got Lungi and Giri, Mitchell Stark. Gotta change that now. Yeah, he's out for tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Stark, Tahir, Shaheen Afridi, who I don't know how much he's going to play after yesterday. Imad Wasim, who got dropped yesterday. Imam Ul Haq, who had a pretty good day yesterday. Shazad, who's been decent. Sean Marsh, who again, I don't know how much he'll play. And Mohamed Amir, who had a good day yesterday as well. So, again, Three or four players in there that will not play. So, yeah, that's that's uh, mid table or fighting for probably low. But he's done well so far. Ahmed, well, because Ahmed's bowled two pretty, had two pretty good games. Stark had a good game, and yeah. had a good game as well. Plus, Imam got runs. Yeah, so he's been all right. But in in getting injured is going to be a tough one. For yeah, because I think outside of Stark and Tahir, is like Ingiri was your reliable pick in that team. Correct. Then we have Liden, who's got Kigiso Rabada, Shakib Al Hassan, who had a fantastic game against South Africa. Uh, Andre Russell, who's probably my pick for the tournament to be MVP. He, he could easily yeah, end up being one of the players. Easily give I that. mean, you just saw him against uh, against Pakistan, right? He's like, yeah. yeah. Mohamed Nabi, who had a fantastic day today. He basically spun out Sri Lanka without spinning a ball. <laughs> uh, Angelo Matthews, Nicholas Puran, who's a good pick. Nathan Lyons, a good pick. Well, La- the problem is Lyons probably not playing a game. too much. Right? Yeah, that would be With the Zampa, the, the first choice spinner. Yeah, that's true. Then you got Kedar Jadav and Avishka Fernando, who's, act- who's actually subbed out. So who's he brought in? Yeah, because Avishka Fernando was a punt that wasn't going to work. Yeah, Avishka Fernando was a very interesting punt. Uh, that I mean, look, probably one of the neg- batting hopes for Sri Lanka, but I don't know how much he was going to play in this particular World Cup to begin with, and then he ended up getting injured. Right yeah. So he could have, he's, he'll probably be back fit at some point, but I don't know if he's getting into the 11. Well, uh, I don't know. While SV does that, I think um, Kenny's got a good team with Cody ah, Duplessis. He brought in Mark Wood. Oh well, Mark Wood's a good pick. Yeah, you think Mark? You you think Mark Wood is a is someone who's a good pick? So all right. So that team looks a little better than uh, Ribada, Shakib, Andre Russell, Nabi, Andrew Matthews. Matthews is just going to. He hasn't really done much in two games. Um, and while I th- and he's always like I don't know if he's ever going to get dropped, but there's a question mark around him. Nicholas Purim's a good pick. Uh, Lion, we've already said. Not sure how much he's playing. Probably the same could be said about Kedar Jadav. I don't. I think he might have lost out in the race right now to be in the eleven. No, I think Kedar Jadav with his with his bowling ability will probably be in the eleven and, and give everybody a bit of a a bit of a, yeah, a bit of a fight. Right. Let's just now go into the most interesting teams. Um, There's only really one, isn't there? Leon's got the most interesting team. I think Leo's got the most interesting team and strategy. Huh? Yeah. Really. But if we're gonna pick like a, a Who's going to end up with a wooden spoon here? I think 
The weird thing is, I could pick Leon for both. I could pick him for potential top four or top three or winner, and I could pick him for wooden spoon. Leo, you confuse us. <laughs> just, just like you confused everybody in this, in this thing. Also, I vote for Randir being last. Um, I mean, outside his top three, I yeah, yeah. Because we like we just it is no official no balls cricket policy to just. State that other Rashid is not that good cricketer. Yeah, it is. So, so if you caught him in your teammate, like it's just we don't. We don't also, play. Kenny again really lucky with uh, Afiz yesterday. He's still twelve years past his sell by date. <laughs> really um, lucky. So, but a lot of South Africans for uh, not so informed team. Struggle, but then he does have Josh Butler who scored a lot of runs. And he has Kohli. And he has Kohli, and he started deleting. Yeah. So you never know. You never know. Um, he was hard picked to not last long, but. Uh, what the Gaini say is a fancy gallop. You know, Kenny's leading, it's a fancy gallop. And uh, Adam and me are close behind, so we're going to close it. Two teams that we'll look out for as are always up at the top, Adam and myself. Because, you know, I just like to put myself up there. Ian, and honestly, I think has the best teams too. Um, I know you said he just dropped down to fourth after being top most of the first week. But it's a... I mean, as long as Dhoni is in form, I think the only real doubts in his team are Kushal Mendes and Liam Plunkett. And Plunkett's only a doubt because you just don't know how much he's going to play. If he plays, he's probably going to contribute. This is true. So, Plunkett gives you an option. And, um, yeah, so we'll see how this works out also. Right. I'm going to pick a winner and I'm picking Ian. I'm picking myself. (laughs) No, but you know Adam's going to be up there because somehow he's always up there. Uh, and uh, I'm going for Leon because you mean for wooden spoon for both because I'm as confused as everyone. <laughs> just look and figure out the strategy. I want to see how it works. I'm picking Lyn for last. Liddy for last. Yeah, these had a good day. Uh, these had a good couple. Of days, that's because Nabi. That's because Shakib and Nabi. Yeah, yeah. Mm. But yeah, he does have a few team uh, team missing a few. Mm. Actually, wait, no, I'm still looking at the version of his team which has a Vishka Fernando rather than Mark Wood. Never mind, I'm picking Roti for last. Roti! <laughs> Roti! <laughs> Alright, well, that'll be Four Pakistanis, man, on, in, a, in a group full of Indians, like, what are you doing? Uh, well, this is a podcast run by two Indians. My partner had to say something I didn't say. Um, but, yeah, I think Kenny's going to drop down soon. And I think Ashby's going to have a few problems later on as well because after that top four sort of wears off, there's not much substance to that. So we'll see how that goes. Um, pick us a top three, will you? Um, well, Ian, you and um, and Eon actually. Eon? Yeah. Interesting. Eon's got a good team. He's got Hardik, he's got Chris Wokes, Hetmeyer, Kale Rahul, and Chael. Mm-hmm. Swamesh Sarkar played well against South Africa. Mashif is Always a pretty safe bet. Oshin Thomas. I think Rehmat Shah is probably the only one in that uh, in that nine way who you're not really sure about. But he's also probably Afghanistan's best batsman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And pick us some bottom three. And then we'll end this podcast. Um, Leon, Roti. So who's the other third? I, I, I'm, just, I'm just not sure about... Uh, Randir, man. Go say dear. Yeah. Dude, you picked other Rashid, sorry. 
Well, that's savage. Dear, you've been relegated to bottom just on virtue of picking Rashid. And on that note, that's our show, guys. Enjoy.